0: Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Calvary Life DFW's weekly podcast. We hope that these messages encourage and inspire you in your personal journey with Jesus. Enjoy the message. So Daniel 2, let's start in verse uh, 19. You there? Okay. So then the secret was revealed to Daniel and a night vision. So Daniel was blessed. So, so Daniel blessed the God of heaven. Daniel answered and said, blessed be the name of God forever and ever for wisdom and might are his. And he changes the times and the seasons. He removes kings and raises up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and, and knowledge to those who have understanding. He reveals deep and secret things. He knows what is in the darkness and light dwells within him. I thank you and praise you, O God, my father. You have given me wisdom and might and, and have now made known to me what Ask, what we ask of you, for we have made known, so you have made known to us the king's demands. The king's demands. I love this. It says, then the secret was revealed to Daniel. <coughs> the secret was revealed to Daniel. The Lord told me today that he has a secret to tell you. He has a secret to tell you he has a secret to tell you and he will only tell you so i don't know what you're asking of god i don't know where you are in life what season you're in but god's saying have a secret to tell you i want to talk about the life of, of Daniel. You know, overall, we associate Daniel with the lion's den. But we never really talk about the process of his, his growth and maturity, right? How God shifted Daniel into, the, uh, into an, uh, another season, right? So I want to talk a little bit of, of, about that. You know, it's really important when we, when we talk about uh, shifting that we, when God shifts, we must shift. So I want to take a look at that. So when God shifts, we must shift. So I want to talk a little bit about Daniel's life. So here's a guy that came from nowhere. So if we want to know how God would take you from, a, uh, from nowhere to somewhere, this is the person that we need to talk about. This is the person that we need to talk about. See, see Daniel was captive, and then he, he interprets dreams, and then he was the ruler of Babylon. That's, like, amazing. So God took him from nowhere and just promoted him. Amen? I want to talk a little bit about the, that process, that process of Daniel's growth and maturity. So, again, it's important when God shifts, we must shift, right? That's why it's important to spend time with him, then you will sense God is shifting you. Have you ever had that, that unsettled feeling, that uneasy feeling like something is about to change? Right, <laughs> your desires change, right? Some of your decisions change, the way you think just kind of change. Yeah, so God is shifting you. God is shifting you, amen? So how many are praying Asking God for answers for, for certain things. How many, I want to make sure that I'm at the right church because I didn't know if I needed to, I could have Pastor Pete um, preach the, the rest of this. Okay. So, so, so how many are going through certain things right now and you're wondering like, God, why am I, why am I going through this? Like if, if you're like me, I'm like, God, why am I going through this? When is it going to be over? <laughs> It's like, what is the meaning of this? Like, God, where are you? What are you doing? What are you doing? God's saying, I'm shifting. I'm shifting some things. I'm shifting you to another place. I'm shifting you to a new season, to another level. See, everyone is called to a different season. Some people are called to a season of ex- exposures so like our associate pastors they are called to a to new platform new opportunities amen but some people are in this a season of preparation that God is preparing them for another season that's when you're like on the cusp of something Anyone ever feel like you're on the cusp of something you sense something's coming, but you don't really know what, what it is. So that's so that's that season. So that's where God's preparing you for the next season. And some people is in the wilderness season, a season where God prunes you. See, no one wants to be in a wilderness season, but technically, it's the best season to be in. Yes yes, 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 yes. Because if you allow God to prune you, you come out better. Right. I don't don't get don't I, don't I don't want to get ahead of myself I don't want to get so so everyone is called to a different she, season but again I reiterate when God shifts we must shift say it with me when God shifts we must shift so in reading this text I notice there are three ways God will shift you into another season. And there are three things that we must do in order to shift. So let's talk about three ways that God will uh, shift us. Are you ready? So he will remove, replace, and reveal. Remove, replace, and reveal. So let's go back to our text. If we could just go back to our our, our text here. Let's 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 reread this. So it says, then the secret was revealed to Daniel in a night vision. So Daniel blessed the God of heaven. Daniel answered and said, blessed be the name. Blessed be the name of God forever, forever. For wisdom and might are his next verse. And he changes the times and the seasons. And he what? Changes. He removes kings and raises up or you can say replace right? Raises up kings and he gives wisdom to the wise and, the, and knowledge to those who, who have understanding. they leaving me hanging there. <laughs> and it says what? He reveals deep and secret things. He reveals deep and secret. He, he reveals deep and secret things. So God. So when you're in a wilderness season, <coughs> God will remove, replace and reveal things to you. So when, you, when God is calling you to a new season, he wants to remove everything that does not look like him. Everything that doesn't look like him, he wants to remove it. Anything that's coming against his plans, he will remove it. So if God is asking you for something and your answer is no, he will continue to prune you until it's replaced with a yes. I'm just going to stand here, listen... Let that marinate because you're not going to get away with this. The Lord revealed this to me. He got on me about this. So guess what? (laughs) You're going to get it, too. So if your answer is no, if God's calling you, is asking you for something and is calling you to do something and you refuse to do it, he will continue to prune you until, you know, is replaced with a yes. Are you following me so far? I am not alone up here. Again, when God shifts, (coughs) amen. So if not, we will be out of step with God. We'll be out of step with God. We will circle the mountain. We will continue to circle the mountain, circle the mountain. That's what the Israelites did, right? They refused, they refused to change, right? They refused to, so uh, from, a transition or shift from, from a victim to a yeah. promise keeper. Uh, promise keeper. Yes. <laughs> the keeper of God's promises. Right? So they refused to shift. They continued. They circled a mountain over and over. That, that means they were out of step with God. They repeated the same things over and over. They never took time to stop and say, okay, God. What do you want to remove? What do you want to replace? And what do you want to reveal? What do you want to remove? What do you want to replace? What do you want to reveal? I know I talked to some, some friends back, back home. A lot of the time, some of the old friends I have, and, 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 and it's hard sometimes because they will share with me, say, hey, you know, I'm going through this. I have this marital problems. I'm having this. It's the same problem all the time and then the one thing they say to me which really irks me I just have to be honest what's cuz I'm so passionate about people changing so what it really irks me they, they say to me say you know you know pastor it's like I know God has something good for me that's something big for me that's why I'm going through what I'm go- what I'm going through say it say it. I am just like no <laughs> No, no, I'm sorry. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but I'm just so, actually, it's, it's good news. What well, God is asking, He's asking you. For something. It's not that God has a big plan for your life. If you look look at the decisions that you're making and you're going through what you're going through is based on the decisions that you're making. It's not because God has this big plan. It's because you keep repeating the same things over and over again. Just stop for a moment and, and, and listen to what the Lord is saying to you. He wants to remove something from you so he can replace it with his spirit and then he can reveal this big plan that God has for you. Now, I, for me, I don't like to talk about the same things over and over. I don't like to keep going through the same thing. It is aggravating to me. It's honestly, it's depressing. Like I have to stay in this condition for that long? God, what do I need to do to get out of this? I don't like this season that I'm in. I don't like to, I don't like to uh, um, repeat things over and over. So what is God asking from you? What does he want to remove? What does he want to replace? And what secret he wants to reveal to you? What secret does he want to reveal to you? See, the number one thing God wants from us it's obedience. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Because he wants his, he wants, God wants us to have the attitude and mindset of him. Right? He wants our lives to look like him. Yeah. He wants us to represent him. I say this all the time. Every day we have given a platform for God's glory. Yeah. We, can, we can make him look good or we can make him look bad. Are you following me? Are you going with me on this journey? See, God will remove and replace, and a secret will be revealed to you. See, God wants to deliver you from your past. He wants to remove that pain from the past. And sometimes people experience bad relationships in the past, heartbreaks and, and all that. God wants to replace that pain. Amen. For his peace. God wants to replace that pain. Do you you ever see some some people you meet some people they just have they just walk in peace. Mm-hmm. Walk. I love that they just walk in peace. You know they go through certain things but they just walk. Like, Edith, I'm, I'm sorry. You, she, she's one. I, I, I get encouraged when I, see, when I see her. Like, every week. And she has the peace of God all over her. We are humans, right? We have some bad days, right? But you can tell when someone is with God and have the peace of God on them. Amen, there's certain days where I may be wrestling with something or, or trying to, of, of um, you know, it's, it's hard being a pastor sometimes, but it's so encouraging when I see believers that are serious about the things of God. Amen. When I see Edith walk in, she has the peace of God all over her. Amen, it's so encouraging when that happens. So God wants to replace your pain for his peace. Yes. So he wants to heal you from bad relationships, right? So God wants forgiveness to be revealed. See, forgiveness is revealed by your actions. Yeah, that's why it's important to identify the root cause of an offense so that way that God can remove the stain and replace it Right? Replace it with forgiveness and forgiveness will be revealed by your actions. So that means you're not bitter any longer. (laughs) That means you walk in the peace of God. So you walk in forgiveness. Amen? You're not bitter any any longer. You're not holding on (coughs) to grudges. You can love people just because. Like, you can love people just because. No other motive, just to love them. There is a such thing. No matter how much a person has broken your heart, broke your heart, it doesn't matter. It's still a thing. We have so much peace in our lives, so much joy in our life. We can just love people just to love them. God does it. And he says, I want you to have the same mindset as, as me. I want you to look like me. So so God is love. We need to look like love. Yes. We need to look like love. We need to love people just because. Yeah. Just because. Just because. So God wants to heal you, he wants to deliver you from those past pains and hurt. See, when God, God would never leave you empty if He takes something away. David was like, God created me a clean heart. Restore the right spirit in me. Restore the right spirit in me. Ezekiel 36, 26 says, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. See, outward change will not last if, if it's not driven by inward change. <laughs> outward change will not last if it's not driven by inward change. Come on, that means the Spirit of God needs to be working in you. So if it's nothing working in you, there will be nothing working for you. That needs to like stay right here for a second. If it's nothing working in you, if the spirit of God is not working in you, there will be nothing for you. God's saying that I am for you. Who can be against you? Yes. Amen. Amen. So we must have the spirit of God within us. Come on, are we going somewhere? You're following me? Yes. See, God is going to deliver you from past relationship. This is a word for someone I want you to listen very carefully. This is a word for someone. God is saying that I'm going to replace your old relationships with new ones. But he says this, give new relationships a chance. So as I said earlier, God taught me this a long time ago. I have some old relationships I have some lifetime relationships and I have some new relationships. My lifetime relationships and new relationships will outperform the old relationships. Old relationships aren't bad. The only thing about them, they cannot interpret your dreams. God will assign people in your life. See, the thing, we get, we get caught up, we get in our, set in our own ways. We don't allow new relationships yeah. to develop. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. We don't allow new relationships. Yeah. You have lifetime relationships, relationships that you've been in the wilderness, you've been everything together. Those are lifetime relationships because they're all about God and, and, and your purpose and you're about their purpose. So you have those lifetime relationships. Don't get rid of those lifetime relationships but allow those new relationships to develop because it's for a purpose. It's for a purpose. They will help interpret your dreams. You can't hang around people that's not, calling on God. That's not serving God. I got some old relationships. They ain't about God. You still in the same place 20 years ago. You cannot help me get to a place I've never been. So God will assign new relationships and lifetime relationships to help you get to a place you've never been before. The only place that the old relationships will bring me to, it's back come on. to back in the day. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So give new relationships a chance. Yeah. Give new relationships a chance. It's amazing. Like, this is church. <laughs> like, new people come in all the time. We have wonderful opportunities to develop relationships yeah. with people from all walks of life. Yeah, same, that's good. It's an opportunity for us to get to know people. Don't just come to church on Sundays and then talk about the, the church just don't uh, meet my needs. Yeah. Well, have you gotten to know people? Mm, right. Have you given it a chance? Yeah. The church will not, will not meet all of your needs. <laughs> but God can. Yes. But new relationships, God will always present you new relationships, give them a chance. Give them a chance. Who are you breaking bread with? Is is it always the same people? Not that those people are bad, but what about the new relationships that God's calling you to develop? Take a chance, it's trusting God first, not them. You trust God, that God sent those those individuals in your life for a reason. I love to develop new relationships. I love it. I love it. I love you. I do. Yeah, I guess. I love you, Ben. Guess I got no choice but to love Ben. No choice but to love him. Give new relationships. A chance so let's now let's talk about let's transition let's talk about Daniel's approach or the things that we need to do in order to shift right so the first thing we need to do is stay productive in a place of confinement uh, Stay productive in the place of, see, here's Daniel just confined and, cap- and, and ca- he was captive, right? You didn't, and if you read his story, you, he didn't always cry out to God and say, God, get me out of here. <laughs> Why am I here? Get me out of this place, right? Sometimes in the wilderness season, you feel like you are confined to a prison and limited to what you can do. Right? So many people struggle being productive in the context of confinement. They feel stuck because you can't see the past reality of of your struggle. Right? They view this season as a punishment. I was there. I was there. I remember when God first called me to preach, I was just like, what? Me and Pastor Pete was talking a little bit about this earlier. It's like I felt like I was being punished. (laughs) I knew I wasn't good at it. But he kept calling me. See, I was obedient. And sometimes I wish I wasn't. See, I was obedient, so I kept coming up there. It's like, oh, my goodness, i got to do this whole preaching thing again. Like, what am I supposed to say? I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm doing. Why you keep calling me up here? Why you keep asking me to come up here? I felt like it was a I felt like God was punishing me. I was literally, honestly, I'm not even kidding you. I was thinking about sins that I've committed in the past. <laughs> thinking like maybe God's punishing me for all those things (laughs) like why is he asking me to do this for me to look like crazy and so like sometimes I remember services I was preaching and people looking at me like (laughs) (laughs) like Like, what is happening right now (laughs) they gave me the whole Texas response right what is that Texas response we all we always say Oh, <laughs> bless his heart. Like, I kind of get what you're saying. <laughs> you got to g- kind of decode the messages. Like, I understand. What, what was the message about today? Well, he was kind of saying this. I mean, I get what he was saying. He was really saying this, but he said this, <laughs> he said that. But I kind of get what he was saying. I was like, God, this is a punishment. <laughs> This is the punishment. Why are you keep making me do this? And I remember the day, I remember, remember the day I would never forget. I would never forget this day. God say, said to me, it's clear as day. He says to me, why don't you trust me? Mm. Ouch. Yeah. It's a gut-punching experience for me. So I was like, so God saying, why don't you trust me? So all those times I went up there I relied on myself. If you rely on yourself in the wilderness, you limit yourself. Come on. So all those times I was relying on myself, God's saying that you, you you don't get it. You don't get it. Rely on me. He says He said to me, he says, I will give you the word. I will give you the courage. I will give you the secret, the secret to reveal. It changed my life. It changed my life. It didn't matter how well I preached. It didn't matter all I, I started to enjoy it because I God wanted to use me, and I was and I was solely reliant on Him. I was totally reliant on Him. So when we are in, it may feel like when you're in the wilderness, when you're in a tough season, you feel like you're in a prison, and you feel like you're really limited. God saying that no, 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 just rely on Me. Rely on Me. Are you following me? Yes. See, sometimes God will allow us to get into situations that limit us so that we can trust him and we can trust the gift that he placed inside of us. God told me to trust the gift that I placed inside of you. You can't do this in the natural. This is the spiritual thing. This is a spiritual thing. So if we don't rely on him, we we limit ourselves, yes. But we can still be productive in the wilderness season. It's the best season that we can be in. See, Daniel, and if you read Joseph, they both were captive, right? They both were in prison, they both were captive, but they still interpret dreams. They still use their gifts even in prison. Right. So they were locked up, but their gifts weren't locked out. (laughs) They still had gifts to use. Amen. So if your gifts can work in a place of confinement, your gifts can work anywhere. So the wilderness is the best place to develop your gifts. So if you are in this wilderness season, praise God, you're being developed. You're being developed. God's honing those gifts. He's adding some anointing on your life. Amen. So those gifts are being developed. So praise God. Don't try to escape the wilderness. You need this season. If your gifts can evolve in a place like a prison, it can evolve everywhere. So your gifts often bear the most fruit in the worst conditions. Are we preaching today? See, David didn't know he had a giant in in him until he took one out. David didn't know he had a giant inside of him until he took took one out. Amen. So David, when David was anointed by Samuel, he did not receive the crown right away. God sent him back into the wilderness God sent him back into the wilderness I want to I give it to you this, like this note this every season will end leading you back into the wilderness to be pruned for the next season I don't know every season will, will end leading you back into the wilderness to be pruned for the next season Amen See, God sent David back. So so David was anointed by Samuel, did not receive the crown. The crown was for the next season. Wow. David was sent back into the wilderness so God can prune him. Yeah. See, David had a saw that he had to overcome. See, Saul doubted him, doubted him, right? Saul was uh, attacking him. So David had to overcome the Saul in his life. Are you going to be bitter like Saul, David? Are you going to lead like Saul? (laughs) So God sent David back into the wilderness so he can act kingly without a crown. So that's the test that we all receive, right? We all receive. So God may have a promise, a call on your life. He will not crown you first. He will tell you about your call, He will tell you what, you, what you're called to do, but He will not give you the crown. He will send you back into the wilderness to see if you will act kingly in bad conditions. Come on. To see if you act kingly in your workplace, to see if you act kingly at home, to see you act kingly in church without having the crown. Don't ask God to promote you to lead people, lead people and the promotion will follow. Pastor Steve said last week, we all called to be priests. The Bible says we all called to be kings and priests. Kings and priests. So that means we need to act, like, act kingly in every environment, every, in every season. It doesn't matter what the season is, we need to act kingly. We need to act kingly with every con, in every condition. It doesn't matter. We need to act kingly. Are you with me? That means we need to represent God everywhere we go. Wow. Let's break that thing down. That means we need to have God on us everywhere we go. That people should see God all over us everywhere we go. Come on. Yeah. Bible says we're called to be kings and priests. Yeah. We're called to be kings and priests. We don't need a crown in order to be kingly. Yes. Amen? Amen. Yeah. It's not about the title. David didn't have the title yet. God said, I'm going to see if you act kingly. Yeah. And some bad conditions. That's what the wilderness experience is for. God was send you in the wilderness to shape you, to mold you. For that season he actually calling you to be in. He called David to be a king, but David wasn't ready yet. David wasn't ready yet. David had to be home. David had to be pruned. Are you with me? He had to overcome the saw, and it's like, what saw? You need to overcome. Or someone did you wrong; you're still holding on to offense. That's a fence. That's the saw, right? You got your heart broken, but you're still holding on to it. That's the saw. What, what are you going to do when you see saw? What are you going to do when you see saw? Are you going to take Saul out, or are you going to give Saul grace? like David did, right? Because every leader, every child of God needs to walk in grace, need to walk in grace. What are you going to do when you see your Saul? What are you going to do later on when you think about your Saul? Are you going to give it to the Lord? Are you going to pray for them? What are you going to do? Tell me now, right now, tell me. (laughs) Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh. Yes, when you are committed to your God-given purpose, manifesting limitations are viewed as opportunities that unleash the gifts resides in you. When you are committed to your God-given purpose, manifesting limitations are viewed as opportunities that unleash the gifts that resides in you. Yes. Yeah, so number two. So the next two is what was preached on last last week. But it, it really gives a, a, a good picture of who Daniel was, right? So, so, D, so what Daniel did, he was, he was productive in, in um, a place of confinement. And the second thing, He prayed. So, can we go to verse 19 again? He prayed. It says, then, it says, then, everyone says, then. Then. It says, then the secret was revealed to Daniel in a night vision. So, that means, then means that something happened prior to the secret being revealed to Daniel. He prayed. He prayed for the interpretation. He prayed for the vision. Daniel was a man of prayer. We must pray. Pray, Prayer is essential, right, to connect with God. You will never... You will never receive revelation from a God you don't pray to. Amen. That's right. that is right. Daniel prayed for the secrets of God. He prayed and God revealed a secret to Daniel. We focus a lot on Daniel, his experience in the lion's den, or even him interpreting dreams. But, but what about his growth and maturity? What did David do? Let's, let's, let's break it down in, in actual um, layman terms, right? So it could be applicable to all of us. He prayed. It just didn't happen overnight where it says, but it, it tells you that he was a man of prayer. So he had that connection with God, and he knew Daniel was like. So when, so when the guard came and was um, uh, sharing what the king was was gonna do, he's gonna kill people. So Daniel was like, Hey, hey, let me go talk to the king. And so Daniel said to the king, Hey, 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 just give me 24 hours. Give him 24 hours. I will give you the. I will give you the answer. Just give me a day. I will. I will give you the answer. So Daniel went and he prayed. And he prayed, and God revealed the secrets to him. Do you know why prayer moves mountains? It's because God reveals the secret to how to move them. God will reveal the secret of how to move those mountains. Whatever you're going through right now, you may be facing the mountain, but God is going to reveal some things to you. God is going to reveal some things to you. He will tell you what things He wants to remove, things He wants to replace, and then He will reveal to you how you can move the mountain. And then you can say to the mountain, Move! Yeah, that's good. Amen. That's good. So Daniel prayed. So prayer moves mountains, prayer works no matter the conditions. Prayers can shift the atmosphere. Come on. Prayer removes doubt, replaced with faith, and the secrets of God are revealed to his children. It removes doubt, and and replaced with faith, and then the secrets of God is revealed to his children. And the third thing. He did. Oh, wow. He praised God. He praised God. If we go, on, go back to the text, maybe later on in the text where he started to praise God, maybe not, okay. <laughs> I thank you and praise you, O oh God, my father. You have given me wisdom and might and have now made known to me what we ask. So he praised God. So you know your praise silence the enemy? Yeah. Yes. It says it in Psalms 82. It silence the enemy. Psalms 82. Out of the mouth of babes in nursing infants you have ordained strength. Some version says praise because your enemies that you may silence the enemy and the avenger. Your praise silence the enemy. Why don't you stand with me? We hope this message was impactful to you. If you would like to hear more, please remember to subscribe. For more information, you can visit our pages on both Facebook and Instagram. God bless you, and have a great rest of the week.